Are you seeking more energy, inspiration, wisdom? If so, you're not alone. Each episode is a glimpse into the live discussions we're creating at TogetherWeSeek.online. I'm JJ Geronimo, a lightworker and curious soul, interviewing some amazing practitioners and lightworkers to explore inspiration and ancient wisdom with the goal of illuminating our knowing, brightening our path, and further manifesting our work. Hello, hello, this is JJ with TogetherWeSeek.online, and I'm so excited today to be with Susie Gal. Now, Susie is not somebody that crossed my path here in the States. In fact, I actually found her work on YouTube, and I wasn't just searching on YouTube. I actually had a session with Sarah Steele when we were talking about doing some of the work of Dolores Cannon and some of the work of hypnosis when I learned that I have some wisdom around playing cards. So I was super eager to see who else in the world has this wisdom and how are they sharing it? So I came across Susie and I reached out to her on Instagram and I was like, tell me what you do, how you figured it out. And I just decided that I would bring her here with all of us to share the wisdom of the cards. So Susie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So tell me, is there wisdom in the playing cards? There is, yes. And I would say the good thing about the playing cards is they are accessible to everybody. And I know I'm holding my own right now too. So how, I mean, how did this happen for you? How did you learn there was wisdom in these cards? Well, um, I mean, so for me, um, I mean, I've always been into spiritual things since I was little, to be honest. And um, obviously, you know, I encountered tarot cards, couldn't really get on with them because they're quite complicated. I don't know. They just didn't really resonate with me very much. And then I was reading a book and it said, you know, that you can read normal playing cards, which obviously, you know, that was a surprise to me because we'd only ever used playing cards for like games at home, you know, but it, it made sense, you know, and obviously I had a pack of playing cards lying around the house, the same pack I've got now. So I just sort of got stuck into it. What I like is the fact that they're so accessible and, you know, everybody's got a pack of playing cards in their house or if they haven't, you can go into your local shop and just buy a pack for like peanuts if if you haven't got them on you. And they're just such a like a ubiquitous item, you know, they're so versatile. So that's what really drew me to them. That's amazing. So you read about it and then did you just start working mm. with them right away or did it come back to you several times before you started actually sitting down with them? Well, I, so I had, um, so one of my first books I bought on sort of like magic and things like that was uh, called Natural Magic. That was the first book I bought and it said about it in there about um, how to read playing cards. So basically I just started from there and then I had, I found a couple more books sort of in the library and, you know, they all sort of gave slightly different meanings, but there was some coherence there. So I just basically took the bits that resonated with me and created my own kind of meanings for them and my own system that works for me, really. And how long have you been using the cards now? Um, so that started when I was about 13. So it's about 25 years ago, really? just under 25 years ago. Yeah. So 13 a- is a big deal. I mean, that's sort of, an, that's an age that, I mean, a lot of kids are not reading magic books in the sense of like, 
cards. They might be trying to, you know, create a rabbit or doing something outside with their friends. But it seems to me at that early age, like your soul came with such wisdom that you couldn't even deny it. Well, I was a, a weird kid to start with. Um, and I did used to get told off in class for reading um, nonfiction books on like folk magic and things like that, which is not really what you're supposed to be reading in English at 13 years old. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, I've just, I've always been, you know, into that sort of thing. I was always the, the weird kid at school who, you know, was always wanting to do seances and ghost hunting and all that sort of thing. So I guess it's just, and I've always been like that since I was like, you know, four or five years old. I was interested in ghosts and UFOs and, you know, Bigfoot and all these kind of things. So, and like, yeah, it's just kind of, it's just always been there. It's just That's so amazing. There's different spiritual places in the United States. And my mom took me to Lilydale when I was young. And I didn't really know why I was going there, but she would take me at 12 and 14 and 16 and 18. Uh, and it really is a community of mediums. And I would okay. just go and tag along with her. My aunts would go sometimes. It was kind of like their outing. But I didn't really realize till like later in life that I had the talents and the tools myself. So do you have people around you in your life that sort of nurtured that part of you? I wish I could say yes, but no. Um, my family are not spiritual in any way, shape or form. They're not religious. Um, I was never baptized or anything like that. Um, my dad, he thinks all religion is rubbish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to like church parade on a Sunday sometimes with the girl guides and that was literally it so this is why I don't really know where it came from because my family is not into anything along like mystical or anything like that so no idea where it came from to be honest and I wasn't really encouraged either um I had I do remember my mum found one of my books when I was like a teenager and she went absolutely mental because she thought that I was gonna you know summon the devil or like you know become one of these like satanic teens or something like that you know what I mean so she was like panicking like mad and all this so I basically just had to cover everything up for a long long time yeah. <laughs> and one of our one of our first podcasts is like how and it's totally the opposite. Um, Caitlin, she joined us and she said her family was incredibly religious and like she's trying to maneuver like a family that just does not have any tolerance for any spiritual seeking whatsoever. So it's kind of interesting the different women in their past. Um, but I do think I'm a believer that you do pick your parents, at least one of them, and they teach mm. you one of your biggest life lessons. So there must be a reason. There must be a reason. And maybe, you know, maybe it could be something along the lines where maybe before you couldn't do it at all. And, you know, this lifetime you were going to make it matter, you know, heck or high water, yeah. you were going to make it happen. So tell us a little oh, bit about the cards, because I've watched your videos on YouTube. You have a couple of videos on YouTube teaching people yeah. how to use the cards, but I know you have so much wisdom. So, I mean, when you think about the cards, do you usually, yeah. I notice on that video, you do a three card pull. Is that normal for you? Is three card pull your general process? Yeah, I mean, so usually, so a lot of the time I'm just, with my day-to-day -day life, I want to just know what's going to happen like this week or in the day or something like that. So it'd be like, you know, before I'm going to work, just 
and for me doing well first of all the three cards was the easiest way to teach people on the video without getting into complex you know layouts and all that sort of thing just because that's like the most basic spread really so that's why I use it in the videos because I didn't want to you know overwhelm people but also because that is what I use the most frequently just for like a quick sort of snapshot of like the day or the week ahead or a quick answer to something um, because I don't usually have a lot of time to just sit down and really do like an in-depth spread for myself if I need like the answer to a specific question or like a more in-depth scenario I'll do like a nine card spread or like a cross spread um, which I am intending to cover in my final video in the series, which has been a long time coming, but that is going to be the final video is the different spreads. Um, but yeah, so usually just for like a quick thing, I'll use three cards because it's just really, it's really simple and you can just read it in five minutes and then, you know, head off and do whatever you're doing. So yeah, so that's the one I use the most. Um, if I'm reading for other people, then I'll do obviously more complex spreads. It just depends on the need, really, to be honest. I yeah. love it. I love it. And I'm going to link your YouTube video. So I don't want to give away all the steps. I think it's good for people to see because you lay it out really so brilliantly of like all the steps of how to go through it. I think for me, I just need to keep practicing for sure yeah. um, of doing it over and over. And I need to watch the videos again, especially um, number three. I need to watch those again. So I will definitely link those. But I think what I just wanted to share really with all of our listeners is that there's wisdom all around us, whether it's in the cards, whether it's in nature, whether it's in the tarot or just in our everyday living and things that come through us. And I think for many of us, you know, we overlook some of the obvious places of wisdom. Mm, definitely. I mean, one of the, like I said, the, the first book that I bought, that natural magic book, it was a lot of folk magic from the British Isles. And it really sort of a lot of things, everyday objects around you. It was just looking at the folklore associated with things around you, like um, the meanings of like omens, like birds, different birds flying, you know, and like you can read into that and shapes in clouds and what the means of different like plants are and things like this. So it's all just things that are all around us that we don't even notice. And like with playing cards, like I said, everybody's got them. You don't have to go out and buy like a, a fancy tarot deck or like an oracle deck. And I like to use in my sort of everyday, the things I do, I don't like to use fancy like objects or fancy tools, anything like that. I try to just use like the most... I wouldn't say basic, but the most natural materials possible yeah. and just like the most traditional way, really. Because I think, you know, in the past, like my ancestors wouldn't have had access to like funky crystals and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So you don't need it to be able to to do like any kind of magic or spiritual practice. Really, you don't need any of I love that because people are in different parts of their lives. And I think some people feel stuck or they feel like, gosh, I just, and I can't do it until this happens. But in reality, what you're saying is you can learn the cards. You can learn the wisdom that comes through nature or even the wisdom that comes through numerology. Yeah, exactly. You don't need anything to do that. You know, it's just using what's around you really. So that's one of the things, you know, that drew me to the cards is because like I said, it's that everyday nature. And the other thing um, I wanted to touch on, because you asked me about what drew me to them. Um, so I did try to work with tarot cards for a while, because, you know, so everyone says like, oh, you know, you, you've got to learn to read tarot cards, blah, 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 and all this. Um, 
but I just I found that I couldn't really get on with them because first of all they're harder to shuffle and I've only got small hands <laughs> from a practical point of view but secondly it's I found like I've had a lot of tarot readings over the years and um I don't know if it's just the ones I've had or if it's just a general thing but I found with the tarot a lot of the, the readings you get are very and I said about this in my video a lot of the readings are very much on like a spiritual plane I find they tended to be quite vague and talk in terms of like spiritual growth and things like that whereas I was going to a reader sometimes because I wanted to know you know what's going to happen on my holiday what's going to happen in my relationship what's going to happen in my job like the real practical down-to-earth questions and I wasn't getting those answers I was getting you know like very mystical answers that didn't say to me yeah but am I gonna forget a pay rise next month you know and with the playing cards the answers they give you are very down to earth and real world you can read obviously you can read spiritual answers into them but the thing that really attracted me to all the systems I read is that they're just very they're very plain and easy to understand and down to earth in the meanings so you know, they will literally say like a pipe is going to burst in your bathroom or, you know, you're going to get a promotion at work next week. Or So it's like, for me, that's more useful in terms of my life. Other yeah. people might find it more useful to have the spiritual insights. But in where I'm in my life, I just want to know like everyday answers, basically. That is so amazing. And I just love your aura because you're just so grounded. I feel like you really are just like, I'm here. This is who I am. And this is how I want to live my life. And it seems like your choice is sort of aligned to the practicality of living. Yeah. I'm very practical. Yeah. I think you have to be because I, I read in a, I read a story once or an analogy. I don't know what you call it. And it said like, you know, if you're, you know, performing magic or any kind of spiritual practice and you can't focus on your spiritual growth if you don't have your physical life in order first. It's like that pyramid of needs. You've got to have your basic needs of like shelter, income, you know, met, food. Yeah. And then you have the social needs of like your relationships with your friends and family and loved ones. They need to be in order. And then once you've got all that in order, then you can focus on your spiritual life. I agree. I, think, I agree. And I feel like some of my spiritual seeking has been to clean my container out, like the mm. stories, the things that are yeah. holding me back, the way I talk to myself, whatever it is. I feel like so many of us, you know, we just hold so much energy in our body, which I call often a container of our soul. And if you have too much energy in there, you can't really shine your light. Yeah, definitely. You've got to clear out all the like, all the problems and the gunk before you can grow spiritually, I think, you know. I love that. Well, thank you so much. We'll definitely put your links in the information. And I know that you just joined together. We seek dot online. So hopefully you'll just put your yeah, links to your, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Put your links to Instagram and then I'll put your links in the videos to YouTube because I just, and I'll probably even post one tonight. Like, thanks for your time. And I'll post one of your videos in there because I feel like, it's just, uh, to me, it's just uncovering everyday wisdom and giving women the power to drive or lead or uncover what is already there. Yeah. And that was the other thing, actually, I wanted to mention, which I think is quite important, is that a lot of people have this conception that you have to be like psychic or something to be able to read the future and to be able to read, you know, the tarot cards or the playing cards. But I don't know about tarot, but with playing cards, you 
like you really don't it's literally like reading a book like each card has a meaning and you're just putting the meanings together you know and obviously there is intuition involved in like how it flows together but it's just a case of trusting your gut in what you're reading so a lot of people like I've had people comment on my videos saying you know do you need to have like psychic abilities and all this kind of thing in order to be successful reading playing cards but you don't you just need to practice like it's that's what I mean it's like open to anyone I don't think I have particularly any more psychic abilities than the next person I've just practiced a lot Mm, such a beautiful thing such a beautiful thing and I think it just empowers anybody to almost do anything you just have to keep at it practice yeah that's all it is practice makes perfect well I could not be more thrilled that our paths have crossed and I will continue to follow you and if you ever teach classes or do anything we want to know about it so make sure you post about it I will I have no idea I mean, I, I only started doing the videos because it was lockdown and I was on furlough and I had a lot of free time. And I thought, do you know what? I'll put, I read these cards. I might as well share this with people. So who knows what I'm going to do next? Who knows? Who knows? But we're so <laughs> excited to just have you in our community and learn about your journey and just bring another level of wisdom to us that is around us all the time. So thank you so much, Susie. No problem. Thank you for having me. I look forward to seeing the book come out. I'm really interested to see what it's going to be like. Oh, good. I'll have to send you one. I'll have to send you one. Well, thank you everyone who's listening and we'll see you here again. Thank you. And that's a wrap. See you again here and over at togetherweseek.online where you can join live discussions with energy practitioners, healers, and spiritual leaders. See you there.